Welcome back to the show. This week, my friend Brandon was here again, and we talked about moving. It was a lot of fun. I hope you guys enjoy too. Here it is. Digging in the crates for something, yeah. Hidden gems often misunderstood. Cause you know there's no such thing as too much. Hello and welcome to another episode of Miscellaneous Important Stuff. I'm Jay Sheldon and I hope you've had a good week. If you haven't, please don't blame me because there's not much I could do about it. But, um, you know, if I if I could, I would. But anyway, it, n- none of that matters. This week we're here to talk about moving. My friend Brandon, who's been on the show before, if you listen somewhat frequently, then you've probably heard him on the show. He's beatboxed for me. We've talked about uh, Flat Earth. We've talked about advertising. He's he's great. We always have good conversations. And Brandon just moved to a new house with his family. And I don't know about you, but every time I move, I forget all that's involved. I forget how much work it is. And, um, you know, it's it's better to be reminded now than when you're actually moving. So maybe... You'll hear some stuff today that'll remind you of how terrible moving can be, and you'll put off moving. I don't know if that's good or bad, but it might be what happens. So, if if that is, I'm sorry, I guess. I don't know if it requires a, an apology, but I'm sorry. Anyway, it was a good conversation. Like I said, I always like talking to Brandon, and um, I think you guys will also enjoy it. So, let's get right into it. Here it is. Let me start you off with the, the, well, this might not be the easiest question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. If yeah. you could describe your moving process in one word, what would that one word be? Okay. Our moving process. Just the experience. Conf- okay. So, so for me, it was discombobulated. Oh, that's a good word. Okay. So, but I have to, I have to say that as what the actual moving process was, is discombobulated. The, okay. the, the help we got for it though, was impressive and amazing. Like we have some really, really good, good friends and some really, really good ways of dealing with uh, diversity because with the, even with the discombobulations. So, and so we can was... go through those type of things later. Yeah. Uh, that was a, that was a, you said a lot by saying a little and also not saying too much. Good friends. There you go. Okay. So what, like, what are the things you forgot about? Well, actually just for, tell, tell me, cause I already know, but tell me what, what you did first. You bought a house, Okay. but like what, why, why did you buy a new house? So about three months ago, we were just interested in upgrading a little bit. We, we've lived in about a 1600 square foot home for a while now. And the neighborhood was great. Um, the boys grew up there, I have an 11 year old and a seven year old. And 
we, but we knew that we just, we were, we were about to outgrow this house. We were wanting to do, I wanted my own little office so I could get some of my um, side, side stuff done a lot more easier. Um, Jordan just needed a little lounge area, so something to that effect. And then we were also thinking family too. Like we are kind of the middle ground for my side of family and just having this place to always, I guess, come to would be nice. And our house is always pretty crammed. And with all the COVID stuff going around, it was just kind of like, well, is this even the right time? You know, so we so we thought, okay, we'll search for a house. Why not? We'll search for a house. So we started looking for houses and we're like, and we were like, we really like some of these houses. This is really cool. We got ourselves in, you know, there. And then we started talking to the realtor. Realtor was like, so I think we could put your house on the market and probably be gone in about a couple of weeks. So that's good for you guys. And we went, I'm, I'm sorry, what? And she goes, Yeah, about a couple of weeks. Actually, your your neighborhood alone like goes in like three days. I was like, what do you mean three days? She goes, yeah, they sell really, really fast, especially right now. Everybody from California, New York, Texas is buying, buying, buying. I was like, oh my goodness. Wow. I don't think I'm ready for that yet. Because then next, you know, I get a phone call from the finance person. I get a phone call from, you know, the next person, the next person, the next person. And I know that we're making mistakes. So I just said, all right, Jordan, this is not the time. This is not the time again yet. Wait, what month was that? It was early September. It was right. We got, we just gotten back from a trip uh, to see my sister down in Texas. And uh, we just said, you know, we've got to figure out some way so that everybody can just be with us. There's just, you know, and, you know, families getting older, you know, never, never know what might happen. But I'm not saying that for my parents, but I'm just saying that for my parents. Um, you know, they may need a place later, you know, yeah. to hang out, whatever. I think but, that's always when somebody decides to make a big life decision. That's when I tend to do it, or at least think about it is you go on a trip, you have too much time to think, or maybe just enough time to think. And you mm -hmm. come back and you go, we need to make a change. Mm -hmm. When I think the biggest change and what really sold it for us was one of Jacob's best friends. And that's our 11 year old. Um, they had an opportunity in their life and they took it and they moved down to Houston. It was really, really hard for Jacob and really not really hard for his friends. But then Jacob was like, yeah, I'm ready to move. And we are like, well, it's not your decision, but okay. <laughs> I mean, we can look in it a little bit longer. And actually, that's kind of what triggered a lot of this. But then that slowed us down a little bit. And we realized we needed to do a little bit more nesting. And nesting, for those who don't know, is, you know, seeing what we want to keep and what we don't want to keep. Like, you don't want to just, you know, just hoard everything and then go, okay, I'm taking this to my new house. Um, and, 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 and just big keep getting mistake, a bigger, bigger house. Yeah. And the biggest mistake that people do is they'll take all their stuff from one house and they'll shove it into a, um, a, um, a storage bin unit and then they never get it back out. And uh, yeah. not only are you wasting your money, but you're wasting your time trying to do something like that. It's just well, silly. Nobody wants to deal with it. They don't want to deal with going through their stuff. You don't want to have to get rid of things. You just want to put it away and not look at it. Yep. And, and uh, it's very American of a lot of Americans oh, to yeah. do something like that. Hold so, on to your stuff. Yeah, hold on to your stuff. And, and that's one thing that we definitely knew we just weren't ready for, especially if we were going to be two weeks out. So we just like, okay, so let's, let's see what we can do as far as getting the house up to par, what we could really do to get, you know, the top dollar for, our, for our house. So then, you know, a month and a half later, I realized we're just not going to do anything to this house, which is fine, but we did start nesting. We did start like throwing a lot of stuff away, started throwing yeah. things, actually getting things organized. And what really moved us along there is we, we went about to, I guess so two months into it, we found a realtor who was just really awesome. Like me and Jordan were just ha trying to have a good date, not or date morning. My wife works night shifts. So it's Saturday morning. We just wanted to go out. So we went out. We were just talking like, let's go look at homes just for fun, you know? 
we looked for about two hours with this really, really awesome realtor. Um, and it was like, we clicked. Not only, so that's another thing is like, you gotta be careful about that sometimes. Cause when you click with a realtor, remember the realtor is trying to sell you homes. She right. was trying to, she wasn't, she really wasn't out to sell us a home. She was, yeah, but, 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 but she was just a good person. Um, and then we got to know but her on your better. side though. Like if you going saying, let's go look at homes. I feel like that's the same as saying, let's go just, let's just go to the pound. We'll just, we'll just look at dogs. Yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Well, and, and then you come home with too. a dog. Yeah. No, exactly. yeah. <laughs> well, we came home with a house. Um, but, uh, but it did take a little while to just to find that it was like three week process, which I think is a little bit longer than some people do, which, you know, get two, two things in and they're like, ah, but actually we've been looking for a long, long time. Um, we you knew what you wanted. Yeah. And we even considered moving North at one point in our lives. And so we looked even North just, just to see, not to scare any of my ICG, my ICG family. I'm just saying we, we, we did, you know, you always want to keep your eyes open for those kind of things. And it was just one of those things where like, we, we don't want to move like Jordan's Jordan works at Mercy. I'm, I'm pretty happy with what I do. Um, so it's like, there's no real point in doing, making that move yet. You know what I'm saying? So this is like making a change just to make a change at that. Yeah. And that, and that, and that point I was like, that's, I've never been that kind of person. I've never been really good with that kind of change. Um, Jordan can, but that's just her side of the family. Like, Hey, where are you going to college? Oh, you know, 1200 miles away from Montana. (laughs) So down to Oklahoma. Oh, okay, cool. See you later. Okay. Bye. You know, that's, that's how their family interacts. And that's like a big deal. Oh yeah. And, and to them, it's not that big a deal to me. It's like, huh, you know, my life, I, I, I I went a hundred miles away from my family (laughs) and that was after spending a year at, you know, TCZ. Anyways, back to the story. Um, we were looking, we had a really good price point. We were like, we're not going to go over this price point because we did some, you know, fairly decent budgeting. I was like, now this would be so much easier when we have a lot. Yeah, we're, we're kidding ourselves. We can actually get this size of a house instead. So we started looking at those houses and, and then this one, we found this one. So we, we, we'd already put our eyes and some offers on some other ones, but they just, uh, you know, either it didn't work out the way we thought or it just wasn't um, as formidable as this one seemed to be, um, especially yeah. for the price. And so we just, we made an offer to these people thinking that, you know, they're not going to take it, whatever. And they said, yep. And we went, oh, well, could you also get this, this, and this fixed? <laughs> and they're like, yep. Well, no, we won't get it fixed, but we'll give you the money for it. So, so basically that helped us on closing. And then came the crazy part. And here's the part that people need to remember. It's probably best to sell a home first than it is to sell to try to sell it on contingent with another house. So, so, we were, you, so you're saying you should have just sold your house and been done with it before you even started looking? We either should have just sold the house or we should have rented it. And we just didn't, we weren't in the mindset of renting or even owning another house right now. We, we will, but with uh, student loans and stuff like that going on, you know, it's just like, there's no too much point. to handle. There's just, it's not so much. That is more of just like, I don't know the ins and outs. It's not something I'm going to do right now. My buddy does it um, on the side like crazy and he loves it and he does a really good job of it. I just don't, I don't, it's not my cup of tea right now. You know, I'm, I like, I enjoy doing my graphic design work. Sorry, that was me. Um, on the side, I don't want to figure out how to rent my house or if something funky were to happen, you know, I have that hanging over my shoulders. So yeah, more, it's more to deal with. So we being smart and doing all of our homework beside, 
all right, well, we'll put our house on contingents because then we'll make all the equity off our home and then we'll be able to put a whole bunch down on this house. <laughs> Only problem is, is that even though houses are, are going for a ridiculous amount of money right now, which is good for us, um, not necessarily great for all the, you know, sell buyers out there, um, our house definitely was not in any way, shape, or form to get any what top dollar whatsoever. But we thought in our hearts, we were like, oh, yeah, but it is. But we were very biased. And we had a realtor that kept on going like, you could look into this a little bit or you could look into that a little bit. And we did. And then we went, nope. <laughs> Wait, but, <laughs> but so did you, you, did you not put your house in the market until after you put an offer in? Correct. Okay. Okay. So, and it wasn't necessarily what we wanted to do. We just couldn't believe how good this house was. And we'd already gone through the process of uh, being pre-approved and getting a whole bunch of other stuff. And, and I mean, we, we were, we were good there. We both had really good credit and we have uh, my, my wife, bless her, works really, really hard. And I would say I work really hard too, to be able to get the things we need to provide ourselves. So it's just one of those things where we knew this is what we want to do. So we got pre-approved everything was looking good. And then we realized, Oh, what do we do? How did, Oh no. What if our house doesn't sell? And we, we have two, two houses. <laughs> we have two houses. What is that? How's that work? And, and, and my realtor's like, it'll sell in, it'll sell in a heartbeat. Only problem was, is that it was Thanksgiving week that we decided to put up on the market. So here's tip number two. Don't necessarily try to sell your house during any of the holiday weekends or weeks because everything's slower. Zillow's slower. Everybody's slower. And also don't do it while there's a pandemic going around. It just goes even more slower. So here we are speeding up these people over here to get into this new house and we can't get our house sold. And, and here's the funny part. Our house literally was on the market for a week before it was able to hit Zillow. So because Zillow just wasn't putting anything up. Wait, I think I saw that because I think Jordan posted about yeah. it, but you couldn't get it on Zillow. So the second, so the minute it hit Zillow, we started seeing all of the people looking at our house. We're talking like as as the person that puts their house up on the Zillow, we can see everybody that hits and everybody who's looking, everybody who saves, and everything like that. Within two days, within two days of it being on Zillow, we already had offers coming in. So we, we took the first offer. We, we didn't take the first offer, but we, we looked at the first offer with, with the people. Um, and did you, did you list it at what you wanted to list it at? Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. We, okay. we listed it as absolutely what we wanted to list it at. Um, the highest, highest we could possibly get for what we knew was wrong with it. Uh, I would say we were under by 10,000 based off of what the rest of our houses were going for around us, okay. but we also didn't put in ground countertops. We also didn't fix some of the things in our carpet was a mess. And we were going to give a, um, a, uh, we call that an allowance for that anyways. So, so that's, that's one of our tips. Don't do it during holiday weeks. It's just, it's just a lot more slower process than you, you want it, than you're going to want it to be. Um, I will say that my realtor was on top of it, she even called us on Thanksgiving and wished us a Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. She called us on Christmas. I mean, she just, she went above and beyond what I ever expected somebody to do as far as that now. Did we, did we know how a person's supposed to act? We don't know. I mean, we just assume that she's just supposed to be a friend, you know, and that's, we've got to trust some of our friends sometimes. Um, but she also knows, you know, when it's the wrong time to push and when's the right time to push. And so that was the way that we kind of 
determined this is the right time to give this offer or not the right time to give that offer. Um, however, because we did have to get the, the house out, we went ahead and took the first offer. Little did we know though, is when the couple came to look at it, there was just a lot wrong with it. Um, they went through with their person. Stuff that you didn't know about? Stuff we didn't even know about. Um, not only that, but they had their, uh, I think it was a new dude doing, uh, what do you call those? Um, looking at the house, whenever they look at uh, the house. Inspection? Inspection. He was a younger dude. I mean, he was he was proving his worth. He was going in there. He was, was going to find every little thing. So we found every little bitty thing that we ever, ever expected to find on that. And ironically, you know, because we didn't pay for it, we don't necessarily get to see that inspection. Um, so I don't even know if we even got to see the inspection. It's just our realtor got to, told us what all we probably should be focusing on for the future. So I, I bought a new garage door for it. I bought, um, I bought a few other things just to kind of fix it up and get it nice and neat. I would, I refused to fix the water, uh, the carpet and, but I went in and I spackled everything. I made sure things are good. I repainted things. I, you know, I just went in and did everything I could possibly do all whilst trying to stoke, stay at work and get work done and do all the things we had to and teaching our boys during COVID and like, um, and you know, holiday seasons and a whole bunch of other stuff. So, uh, this is the discombobulated part about it. So yeah. we get all that done and the people want to back out. The, so they the completely ones back that out. made the first offer? Yeah, the ones that made the first oh, offer. Jeez. Second, second that happens, I'm just I'm just like distraught. I don't know what to do with myself because I just I've never gone through this experience yet. I've never sold a big invest, you know, house before. So and my right. realtor's like, this happens all the time. Like this you'll go for through five or six of these things, however you won't, because this is just too much. People want these happens. Whether you buy, whether somebody who's investing or somebody who is investing, they want these homes. So I was like, all right, fine. Yeah, you've convinced me. She goes, in fact, I'm going to call a couple people up and see because there's this one guy that keeps on calling me and wanting this house. So she calls him up. The guy sends an offer in the next day. It's a decent offer. We're pretty happy with it. We say, sure. So we sign and we wait. Here's a tip number three. I don't know if oh, I you signed, but you signed, three. but then it still we signed wasn't the, 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 uh, the document. Um, when you sign a document, when you sign an offer sheet, um, you then are in contract with that person as long as they sign the other side of it. Um, when you're in contract, you can't, you can't keep on, uh, taking offers from other people. You've got to work all the way out. And the reason why that is because of, you know, the, the idea that, you want to be fair with the people that you're working with right then. Sure. Because if you have this over here and this, you're bidding. And next, you know, our house is, our house market would just be ridiculously broken, ridiculously bad. So this is a way to kind of regulate that in a sense. You can't haggle necessarily with anybody, but the person you're working with. Um, Makes sense. So, so that's basically how that works. Um, so we're like, okay, well, we didn't hear from them. And then we didn't hear from them. We didn't hear from them. So finally we find out that, the guy moved back to China, so we just couldn't sell the home to him anymore. So, so he was still to, so, in contract, and he just moved? Well, it was a, his finance person was in contract with us. Long story short, they wanted to back out, and we were just like, yeah, get out of here. We don't want to see you anymore. We, we need these other offers to go through. Well, then we get the most bogus one of all. Guy writes us up an offer, 
we finally say, yes, we, we need it so we can get out of here by the 30th. So we don't own two homes because it's in contingents, a whole bunch of other stuff. So here's tip number four. Did I say tip number three? You said tip number three, but I don't think you gave a tip. Okay, so, so tip let's number three was... No, let's skip three, pretend like there was a tip and go to four. Okay, okay. Well, <laughs> so I'll, I'll tell you four and in there, I'll kind of squeeze three in there. So four is make sure that, that you see everything in writing. And what I mean by that is he wrote us a, 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 a um, contract out and we signed it and our realtor sent it to us. And even she looked it over too only to find out that the buyer, the investor who wanted our house, never signed the, the document. And all he was doing was making sure that we would sign something so that he could offer something less. So we would be in contract with him so that we oh, would, geez. yeah. So um, one, we, 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 I personally got a hold of that contractor or that buyer and I said, did you know this person's doing it? He goes, no, we've never bought anything with them yet. So we'll make sure that that never happens probably. And then, and my realtor was like, oh, they knew it was happening. Just ignore this. I am so sorry. I even sent it. I shouldn't have sent it. This is, but that's because we're in COVID. We're not signing in person. A lot of times you sign in person, but now we do these docu signs. Right. So that's another thing is like, just really read through, make sure you're paying attention that you see signatures when you write a contract up. Um, same with that other, uh, uh, the, uh, number three, the, uh, the three advice is like, if you're going to make a contract with somebody, make sure that they have the ability to close. It's cause, um, a lot of times they'll say, oh yeah, we, we, uh, yeah, we're getting finance right now, but make sure they have a pre-approval letter and, uh, make sure that they, um, you know, they got something legit behind them to say that, yeah, they're, they're good for it. So, right. um, our and I get to tell you about our final one, which is amazing because they are like a blessing in disguise and just like, honestly, answer to prayer, which is the reason why I think a lot of this came together. So, um, but so all that happened, all the craziness ensues. We got pulled back another three days. We're like, okay, we're definitely just not going to be able to close. So that's the day that I think you saw me, right? Does anybody want to buy my house? <laughs> I think Facebook. I did see that. Yeah. Okay. So I write, does anybody want to buy my house? And bam. I just get tons of inundated with some friends who tell me, okay, this, 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 my realtor sends it off to some friends. And I just like, I, I just got to sit down and pray. I've just got to say, this is, you know, something's, something's good's going to happen because we have plans now for this new house. We have ideas that we, we want to be able to share this with people. We want to be able to bless others and also possibly bless, you know, more in our family um, in a different way. Not 15 minutes later, there's a knock at my door and I go to the front door. I'm like, can I help you? And it's some lady, I don't know. She looks, she's got one of those little head like bands on. Uh, I don't want to say uh, maybe Mennonite. I don't, I don't know. I don't think it may, she just, she just very, um, not what you'd expect somebody to say, Hey, I'm an investor. We're going around buying homes. But she was a stranger. She was a stranger. I mean, yeah, she was definitely a stranger. She, and she goes, um, I'm an investor. I'm going around buying homes. Um, I just wanted to know, you know, who do I need to contact? I said, well, that number out there is definitely somebody you would probably contact. She goes, great. Um, I just have one ask of you. And I go, yeah, go ahead. What, what's up? She goes, can I come in and smell your house? <laughs> I said, you know what? At Very reasonable point, offer. I have, I do not care. That sounds like a great idea. I mean, I'm like at my wits end at this. Literally, this is like my wits end, like a day. You're ready and, to be uh, done. 
I'm ready to be done. I just like, you know, this is not the weirdest thing I'm going to hear my whole entire life, but why not? I let her in. She does this, you know, sniffs around. She goes, no cats. And I said, no cats. I don't have cats. She goes, okay, you have dogs. I was like, yeah, I have dogs. They, they don't try to get into too much, but we, our carpet, she goes, I read all your other stuff. I'm not worried about the other stuff. Um, that's stuff we, we deal with every single day, but the cat stuff and the smoking, I can't get rid of that. So, um, thank you. I think we're going to buy this. And I went, okay, sure. She leaves. Uh, about 20 minutes later, I get an offer, but my realtor, I said, was it somebody from here? Like she goes, no, this person's from Nevada. It looks like they're just an investor. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I didn't think nothing of it. Come closing day. <laughs> She she comes it was walking her? into the day. She comes walking into the bank, and I went, Jordan, that's the lady. That's the that lady smelled who smelled our house. My house. She goes, Oh my gosh, how amazing is that? And they were just a sweet couple. Um, just really, you know, they're they're just going around buying homes and fixing them up and selling them or renting them. I guess. Wow. All I know is they were they, they were saved saved us a lot because we were able to close that morning and and buy our new house, or we were able to. Yeah, close on our house in the morning and then buy our new house. We were actually homeless for a day. <laughs> so we have to close in the morning. And, Sad story. And then, and, then, and, then, and then buy the next day. Yeah, we, it really wasn't that big deal because we really are living in a nice place. But that's what I mean by like just discombobulated. There's just a lot of little things you got to really pay attention to when it comes to buying homes. Um, the biggest one is just know who to trust. Like if you have a friend who they've trusted, you only do this once or twice in your life and now you're yeah. trusting people with this huge amount of money and your and your life you know so you've really got to you've got to hope and pray that you you've picked somebody that you you really do trust because they can put a lot of smoke up your butt and you would never know it because the second they get it done oh 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 oh, oh hey sorry those are my kids they're yelling that's all right uh, good yeah sorry, it seems uh, like uh like in a way like buying a car where there's so much if you're not careful you could get scammed you can get taken advantage of and you know i almost bought a house like five years ago and i remember how important it was for me to like my realtor because it's like i'm i'm gonna lean on him for everything because i have mm -hmm. no idea what i'm doing and it, like for your situation it's all happening so fast it's like you have to you have to trust somebody yeah and i think honestly it was the right, and she didn't even say the right words. It's just, we, we knew she's been through it too. And yeah, that's yeah. the reason why she even got into this was because she wanted to make a difference. She wanted to change the way that things felt for her when she was getting her homes and, uh, you know, having to change a lot in her life. And so it just, it felt right for us to just kind of lean on that a little bit. So that's the reason why, and, and she always just was very encouraging to us about like, Hey, the, you guys are the sweetest people. This is going to work. It, good things happen to good people. She goes, I, I know that's hard to believe that sometimes, but it's a truth. And so she just kept on leaning on that, which really, really made us feel good about our situation, but also just know that, you know, we aren't that crazy, you know, trying to do all this during COVID and trying to move into a bigger house that we probably necessarily didn't expect to, you know, move into. Um, yeah. And so, I think between her and then our friends, which I'll talk about in a, in a minute, uh, it just, it, it really helps out a lot. Now, here's tip number five. I love family. I love fa my family more than anything. 
That's not a tip. Will, that's a statement. I I, I, <laughs> I I blew off my dad. My dad's a realtor. I blew off my dad because I, I was just nervous about that affecting him and me during the whole process. Oh, but man. I was able to ask him for advice and he was able to deliver because he knows it too. So when he thought there was a red flag, he would let us know. And a lot of the times he was right. There were some things we just needed to take care of um, up front. And he had a lot of realtor friends that he can say, go talk to these people about him, you know? And so we knew we had that on our docket if we needed to. I just, I'm a big believer that if you can steer clear from with finances and family, it just, you, you're gonna be happier for it. Oh, it's so, um, yeah, I would wanna get involved uh, in that with family. Well, can you imagine like something goes bad at this house, something funky happens, and now I've got to lean back at that realtor who happens to be my dad and I say, why did you, why did you let this happen? You know, and now you've yeah. got this, you've got this hanging over your head, hanging over their head, you know, it, you, ex you just will always have that feeling. So you, you don't, don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. Now, if you have some just crazy, awesome relationship with your family and that just is how you guys roll kudos even then but, though i don't know yeah Could i don't go yeah, wrong. it's just it's just weird it's it's not something i ever suggest so that was that was probably numero number one but that's just where i was and it did take me a lot to like hey dad i bought a house without you i'm sorry <laughs> like, I mean, you were what? saying so you're saying but, it like you know buying it during the pandemic and everything i i feel like pe a lot of people have made big changes in their life during this time i think mostly because everyone's had a chance to step back and reevaluate because everyone's inside nobody's socializing yeah. as much and yeah. so it makes sense in that way uh, i think my dog is barking hey guys sorry can you edit this sorry. no this is this is part of the show this is okay. the best part of the hey, show so far hey guys can you let can you let penny out please she's stuck she's stuck in our room sorry she's barking a whole bunch <laughs> so now everyone's going to be really excited that you have a dog named penny Ew. Wasn't the name? Uh, wasn't that the name of the dog in uh, uh, Inspector Gadget? No. Yes. I think that was, was the, that the girl. Name? That the, was daughter. the daughter. That's right. I knew That's there was a the, penny in there, though. Not daughter, but whatever she was. Niece. The girl. The little girl. The niece. Yeah. I don't remember. I just know she yeah. was. Penny, you are so right. Yeah. I think his name is like Snickers or something like that. Snickers. Uh, I don't remember a Snickers. No, I just you could be up. right. Okay. Anyways, um, or the cat's <laughs> name was Snickers. Uh, anyways, um, so, you know, through all that, we got our house. Um, yeah. We were able to do all these uh, really cool things. Uh, we're ready to just start, you know, sharing the house with everybody eventually whenever, you know, we all can get back together again. But then we realized, oh, we got to still move. The, how do the we, hard part. How do we do this? Um, by the way, at one point in time, we thought we were going to have to move out of our house on the 18th and the other house didn't close till the 31st. <laughs> so we were like, what do we do? <laughs> so, so eventually we worked that out because the people backed out and then, uh, the other, the new people said, you know, we'll close on the 30th and be no big deal. We're like, great. And so they were able to turn that around in one week. That's unreal That's awesome. by the way, guys. So, um, uh, moving forward, we get to, uh, moving day and i'm like how do we do this because it's covid and we've got you know big u-haul oh, yeah. oh how do we do this so we figured it out sunday is when we would have everybody come mask up do whatever we can but we'll have everything pretty much packed up as best we can so we had everybody show up i had another buddy bring a trailer 
and we packed everything into the U-Haul as we could, just the big, heavy, heavy stuff. And uh, I closed and I locked it. I closed and I locked it and everything stayed out there. And we literally slept on uh, beds. This is that discombobulated part. Slept on beds in the middle of our living room and a TV for like three days, right? That's so and nice though. I like that. It, it, was, it was pretty cool. Those are um, the, st- the memories you're forming yeah. there. So we still had a lot to do. But uh, then uh, the, the day for moving happened and the people said, take your time get out whenever you can get out it's not a big deal we're not gonna not gonna bother you you know um if two is okay you know two o'clock you know that that'd be great so we got everything into our u-haul by two o'clock and we get up to the new house and they aren't even close to being done. oh god of course <laughs> so so and, and they are the sweetest people in the whole entire planet so we're just like do not worry about it. It's not a big deal. But what I got to impress on is our friends were able to, on Sunday, get everything into our U-Haul in less than two and a half hours. Which is and then, really impressive. And really, really impressive. And then on the day that we finally got to move in, which was the day after that, we found out that they couldn't move everything. They actually put us up in a hotel, which was really, really sweet. What? We, we parked our U-Haul outside and they stuck us in a, in a hotel. That's how nice they were. So Man, um, we didn't even good. own the house yet. It was the next morning when we bought the house. <laughs> but they were like, no, we told you you could have part of this house. And we we just weren't ready for you yet. And I'm so sorry. And I was like, you look like you're doing it by yourself. Tip number six. If you're going to help you. You shouldn't ever help somebody move out of their house if you don't know them. Here's the reason why. What if you work for a moving company? If you move, that's different. I'm talking about like, um, and and I wanted to help them so bad because they were just the sweetest couple, nicest people ever. Um, But I was told specifically by my realtor and by a couple other people, don't do that because if you break something of theirs, they could hold you liable or hold you liable for it, Um, which is unfortunate. But it is a truth that, you know, in the world we live in, that that could happen. I do not think these people would even cared or anything to that effect. But, you know, it could have been that, you know, I drop one of his, you know, $1,500 guitars and he's like, yeah, that's coming out of your paycheck, not mine. So, you know, but at the same time, I was like, so we just had to let them take their time. So we were being very patient. We didn't even care if it took them a couple of days, especially if they're going to put us up in a hotel room. But I was able to call my friends the next day or that night and say, is there any way I can have you guys over there around, you know, noon? Because it looks like they're going to be done by the time we get to closing to move everything out. We get over here. We pulled the U-Haul up as far as we could. We couldn't even get up the the incline. So we stopped right there. And they had it all out of there in, in two hours. And wow. we still don't have some of our last boxes unboxed at our house. And we've been in here for almost three weeks now. So. Yeah, that takes forever, though. Oh, my goodness. And we're trying, again, not to put everything in its, you know, put everything. Yeah. Oh, let's just randomly put this over here. Well, yeah, and everything has here. a new place. It's like yeah, unpack, exactly. if you were unpacking it in the same house, you go, all right, that goes there, that goes yeah. there. But Well, what's funny is that we keep on trying to cram things in the same st- space that we did before. And then we realize... We have four other cabinets. Can we just put these inside? Yeah, it's like, like I could s- oh, yeah, spread out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, no. So we we've been doing that, and I um. So so, point number seven is get some friends, and you know, at first I called all my my COVID friends who had already had it. We oh, by the way, during this whole thing, we actually had COVID. 
be- before meeting with our friends, of course, but it was like right. in the middle point. Um, so uh, it was like crazy. Um, no, me and my wife didn't get sick that much. Um, she had actually been on a, uh, the uh, trials for AstraZeneca. So, um, oh, she, her, hers didn't affect her very much. And so I don't think I got a very high viral viral load. And so it just was pretty mild for me too, but we, we both test, I mean, our house was a positive house. So we just had to be like, all right, we'll wait till our symptoms are free. And then seven days, whatever the CDC said to do. Any so, other year you saying our house is a positive house would have a whole other meeting. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah no, right. <laughs> but yeah. You know what I mean? But so, so we get here. So I call up all my people who've had COVID already. And then I had a bunch of people from my church be like, we don't care if we're COVID. We'll put a mask on. We're not, we don't care. So all those people showed up too and helped us move. And we all stayed pretty safe. It's, you know, six as best we could, you know, but seriously, because of that, they were just able to do that. Here's the funny part. So the day that we have to move in, I have to get something done for ICG. So while they're moving in, I'm sitting on the computer over at a coffee shop, uh, working like 15 minutes away, trying to get something done. Um, and I get, it's been about 45 minutes to an hour on it. And I come back and I'm just like, Oh, okay. You guys got a lot done in this yeah, hour that I was Good gone. job team. Good job yeah, team. So. But they left all the heavy, heavy stuff for me. So that was good. So, it's but, crazy that all that stuff happens so fast. It's like a whirlwind. And then all of a sudden you realize you don't live in your old place anymore. Did you at least give it a proper goodbye? Yes, we did give a proper goodbye. We had a, some of my close friends, one of my buddies that I grew up with, uh, Dr. Trey Lawrence, as you know him. Um, him, him and his family actually came out and helped us move that last final day and we got to hug the house goodbye and wave it um, and actually I actually had to go back and wave to it again because I left my ring there <laughs> and I you left your ring you like your wedding ring no the the ring that you ding oh your ring like bell, the doorbell ring the doorbell ring and uh <laughs> left it there and so i was like oh man i gotta go back and get that thing too that thing is 100 bucks <laughs> so yeah i wouldn't I, leave uh, that um couldn't find the the tool for it so i actually found a tool <clears throat> at best buy um and returned that um to best buy anyways uh just don't so worry best buy doesn't listen wall. to this podcast so they'll never I, know i hope not but yeah i mean i paid for it i just you just like, I didn't need it them. anymore. It didn't really work the way I thought it I, would. I actually, I literally told the girl what I was doing and she goes, okay. <laughs> yeah. I like, would assume, especially at Best Buy, they're like, I, whatever, man. Yeah. She's really sweet. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah. So, so on that note, it was like, got the ring off and I finally was like, all right, my house for real this time. <laughs> so, but no, it was a good send off. The boys got here and they were a little distraught at first, but now they're, they just love it. So. I just think it's so much fun, and they they started new schools, and uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's neat. You're right. It it is crazy. I would say that we had definitely. I hope it's not what everybody else experiences, you know. But now that we've got that out of the way, I'm hoping that will be, you know, in the future when I do make more investments like this, it becomes more of that. I know what to expect now. You know. Yeah. Well, the more I'm you do it, I'm sure. To, yeah. The more you do it, the better it is. I mean, I even had a really close friend of mine. Who I didn't, who I didn't tell you, say that if this doesn't go through, I'll buy the house from you. So, wow. um, um, because he wants to, he wanted to not this house that I'm living in, but the my house. Um, he says I won't be able to close on the thirtieth, but I can at least guarantee that you'll have a house that's sold at whatever that price point that you you are looking for. 
I said, well, that's really, really cool. And he goes, because I would love to flip this house. These are these are the houses I love to do. And I think he flips them and sells them, or he flips them and rents them. He's got like 15 of them right now. So, Jeez. Yeah. So, in fact, I'm meeting with him in a couple of days. So, because he's, well, that's what I said. He's been doing that. So, it's just interesting to hear what he does. So, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting into that someday, honestly, owning some properties. Yeah. But for um, just to wrap it up, yeah. You, what is what is so you gave you gave a lot of tips but what's like what's the biggest takeaway for buying a house during a pandemic what would you tell anybody else that's thinking about buying a house right now if i said i was going to go buy a house what would you tell me okay to, like take the, the everything thing, that you just for, all the are advice you, are you, you talking about like from even uh, through the pandemic or just in general i'm gonna say during the pandemic okay we don't i mean it's during gonna go on pandemic, for a while longer i would say this um Trust your devices, but but make sure you have some way of, of securing yourself. So in other words, if you're going to be signing stuff, you're going to be looking up your social security, you're going to be feeding a whole bunch of stuff like that. Don't let them tell you, hey, just go ahead and send me over that. Because that's secure. I mean, people will hack that in two seconds. And that's what I told my people. is like, I'm not sending you this without a, a password. Just not going to. And as much as um, all the realtors are out there to make money try to find the wholesalers try to and that's what we use we use wholesalers for pretty much the whole thing we use somebody who could look up thousands and thousands of people and she was awesome she was great for our mortgage and stuff like that and we were able to get a we get locked in really really low and they work with you just as fancy and schmancy as some of these other realtors uh or not really uh sorry i said i didn't mean to say realtors as these mortgage people so just but trust the try to trust the person you know or find somebody that you trust based off of somebody else. That's the biggest thing. It's like don't just take somebody's word for it. Oh yeah, I've been doing this for fifty years and blah blah blah. Because if they've been doing it for fifty years, they also know how to mess you up. Yeah. I know that sounds the horrible. They know all the tricks. And they know what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear, but it can't be somebody who's gonna talk on your behalf. That 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 can get you in trouble too. Making offers on houses that you never made offers on and stuff like that. It's just it's 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 not good so ask find somebody that you can trust so, so keep your wits about you folks yeah keep your wits especially now because everything they want you to sign is online you know they don't want you to come in and do anything so you've got to make sure you're not selling your home to a robot these <laughs> newfangled devices everything yeah. happens on this this technology yeah which so is I, future, I would say I that now here's my advice as far as just homes in general Make sure you listen to your family and friends because they're also going to be able to back you up. It's like dating that person for a while and they're like, I don't know, you know, we, we love you to death, but you just don't know about this. If you're getting a lot of those, it's not the right thing. All we got was love and support for this new move for us. And that's what got us through this all. It's just everyone saying, you deserve this. This is something that you can do. And that's the people you need to surround yourself about around anyways. But more importantly, that's what helped us get through it all. So I love that. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Great advice. All right. That is it for this week. Thanks again to Brandon for talking with me, for being on the show again. Brandon, come back anytime. I always love having you here. Um, and next week, Nick will be here. Nick will be in the studio. I won't tell you what we're talking about yet, but it should be a lot of fun. So come back for that. But for now, if you like this episode, please let me know. If you hated this episode, please let me know. 
And if you have any ideas for future episodes, please let me know. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>